0: feel when this happens you're out to eat with friends maybe on a double date and someone says hey let's just split the bill evenly
1: Mm
0: -mm. one Mm -mm. in three people Mm -mm. hate it a new poll found a third of us don't think splitting a restaurant bill is evenly is a good idea unless everyone's order costs the same Um, it was part of a bigger survey on sharing in general and here's one more thing to know about that friend may also get annoyed if you ask to try their food. Hmm. Hey, can I have a
1: bite of that? Hey, here's I do that a lot. Always, it just, <laughs> I didn't know I was annoying people. When you sit down, tell the people that you're with, say like, "Hey, I'm going to ask for separate checks. That's cool, right?" And then when the server comes around, say like, "But put stuff on our bill." And there's, and I do it for two reasons. Number one, I don't want to get stuck if if I'm having like, oh, I'm just going to get, I don't know, Caesar salad. And the people we're dining with, I'll have the surf and turf. I'm not paying for half of that when I just got a Caesar salad. But in the reverse, too. Someone, I shouldn't expect someone to pay for mine if I go like, you know what? I really want a filet mignon. I'm going all in. I don't care how much it costs. They shouldn't have to pay mm-hmm. for my indulgence. So it's just way, way. And, you know, Tracy and I didn't, we didn't learn to do that until our friends, Eden and Carlton. Carlton. We went out to dinner with them a lot. And they would always say it. And I would go, you know what? That is such. They would just ask right
0: when the waiter comes to the table. And it's it's
1: such a relief. And I don't know if it just comes with maturity or being more confident of saying that, but you do. And if you wanted to order something for the whole table to share, just say like, oh, hey, bring the dessert sampler and just put that on my bill. You know what Uh, I mean? If you're you're indulgent with something like that. I like like this
0: idea because if someone else says, by the way, it's my treat, I don't order what I want. I order less Really? Like I'll order a cheaper item on the menu. So you rob, if them, someone of, else is you rob them of
1: the joy of treating you.
0: <laughs> they're still get to treat me. It's just no, not as expensive. A,
1: if someone says they're treating, I don't think you should hold back. Because I know they I want, shouldn't, but that's just the way I roll. They want to treat you well. So I know. But... I'm not saying go like, oh yeah, I'll have the filet to go <laughs> as well. Don't do that. But I wouldn't hold back because they want to treat you. I'm glad we had Maybe this Maybe you chat. should
0: treat me and our producer to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I won't hold back. All hey, right,
1: you guys get a, get a, any happy meal you want.
0: <laughs> Ever notice that one of the big aspects of parenting is putting up with unsolicited advice? <laughs> Coming up, the most annoying advice new moms and dads got. Ever notice that one of the big aspects of parenting is... Uh, Putting up with unsolicited advice, <laughs> parents revealed the most annoying pieces of advice they got in the first six months of their baby's life. You want to take a guess what some of the big ones were, Kev? Mm. You got four kids.
1: I don't. I can't even begin to think. Get, get me, get
0: um, sleep when the baby sleeps.
1: <laughs>
0: Stop holding the baby so much. Mm. I did fill in the blank and my kids turned out
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, and then you think... Have you seen your kids? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, another annoying unsolicited advice in the first six months: you must have a second baby soon. Hmm. And finally, you're not holding the baby correctly. Hmm. Those were some of the big
1: annoyances. Yeah uh, don't let the don't let the baby sleep in bed with you.
0: Oh that's, yeah, I've heard that that's, one. That's
1: some, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's hard for moms. They just want the baby twenty four seven, especially if they have to go back to work, right? And they they come home, and every every moment is Precious, and they're like, no, sleeping in bed with us. So let's talk about this baby advice. What's some of the weirdest, strangest, worst, or you know, or best baby advice you got when the the kids came along? We'd love to hear from you.
0: Everybody's got advice for new parents, Lisa. What's the best you ever got? I mean, there's so many things that everybody tells you and
1: everybody warns you about, and, and things are going to be hard. But just remembering that that God, you know. God chose you to be the parent, He with the skills, he had put, you know, whatever was going on in your life, God put it there and, you know, for you to be a blessing to the child. He gave you the skills. Now, you ever hear people say God won't give you more than you can handle? Yeah, those people never met my kids.
0: Ever make plans only to regret them later? (laughs) You are not alone. A recent poll asked people if they ever make plans, then feel lazy or tired and wish they hadn't. Almost everyone says it happens at some point. 36% said a lot and just 8% said they never feel that way. The younger you are, the more likely you are to say it's true, which I thought was interesting. 56% of people under 30 said they regularly regret plans they've made. Um I've done this before. This is a I'm being very vulnerable right now. I'll make plans. I'm so bummed I made plans and up to the moment we get there I'm just like, "Ah, I don't want to do this." Mm-hmm. And then I always end up having fun. Yeah. Not fun. I guess that's cuz I'm an introverted extrovert.
1: Taylor just described every day her experience on the Kevin and Taylor show. <laughs>
0: Hey, do you love scrolling through TikTok for a great life hack, a recipe, or just a good laugh? Heads up, there are 5 TikTok trends that can harm your wallet according to doctors. Okay. Uh, raw potato juice for strep throat does not work. Mouth taping during sleep, there isn't enough research to back up any health claims around improving sleep and mouth taping as dangerous side effects like Decreased oxygen levels and Oof. cardiac arrest. And the third and final TikTok trend that can harm your health, according to doctors dry scooping protein powder. It involves swallowing scoops of dry workout supplement powder instead of diluting it in water. And some of the powder can wind up in your esophagus and lungs Ooh. if it's inhaled which can cause irritation, coughing, and even an asthma attack. Ugh. Coming up, did you know that dad jokes teach your kids a very important life lesson? Do you know dad jokes teach your kids a very important life, life lesson? Patience, tolerance,
1: uh, persivation. <laughs> <persivision>. <laughs> You're getting there. You're close.
0: Uh, try not to roll your eyes at dad jokes. They they may be an example of good parenting. Dad jokes are important in helping children learn to be embarrassed by their parents. <laughs> dad jokes toughen them up because they survive the embarrassment of their dad making a terrible pun and realize embarrassment is not that bad after all. The research went on to show that dads build their children's resilience and train them to withstand minor attacks and bouts of negative emotion without getting worked up or acting out, teaching them impulse control and any emotional regulation, all because he told yet another annoying dad joke. Mm. Do you have friends that you clean up for when they come over and then friends you don't coming up? Wait till you hear what moms are sharing on social media. Hey, do you have a company, uh, company, do you clean for certain company? And then other friends, they just come over no matter how trashed your house is. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. No matter what chaos it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out what moms are sharing on social media. They're messy homes. Hmm. Yep. Hashtag messy house is trending on TikTok because moms are normalizing being normal and uh, avoiding perfectionism. Some are even getting super brave and showing their... (gasps) Screech, screech, junk drawers. <laughs> After all, when you have kids, it's nearly impossible to have a neat house. Moms everywhere are taking comfort in not having to be perfectly clean all the time.
1: Is that the social media equivalent of the sign that my wife had hanging when our kids were little? Our kids were little before social media. And it said something like, pardon my mess, but I was busy. And it lists all the stuff she I was doing with is. the yeah. kids mm-hmm. instead of cleaning the house. Yeah.
0: Huh. It's really fascinating to me that women are getting, moms especially, are getting really brave and posting pictures of their messy houses, hashtag messy house. Because my friend went to the birthday party of an influencer and everything was so perfect that even though the cake fell, she never revealed that like in a follow-up post or anything like it, she just, it's as if it never happened. Mm. So there's, there's definitely a yin and a yang on social media. There's... The perfection there's so much of it like if you follow certain influencers or celebrities it's like not a hair is ever out of place mm-hmm. and then there's people that are more like i guess the nickname is real booking they're willing to share the the nitty-gritty and the dirty stuff of life and the pictures that don't look so great so to me the the not so great stuff is kind of refreshing like i'll never forget one of our arti- artists ellie holcomb she showed like a really like tailored type picture. Like this looks great. And then the next screen was how messy the kitchen was behind it. Mm. <laughs> it was it was just kind of refreshing to know that not everybody's perfect. Right. Hey, do you try to let your kids have input on family decisions? These are the ones mom and dad involve kids with the most. Uh, kids rule the roost when it comes to what families are having for dinner, where they go on vacation, and even how to decorate their bedroom. Kids also have input on what's on the radio in the car, what shows to watch, and what board games they want to play. Hmm. They say parents who pick and choose battles say it really helps everything else around the household to run a little more smoothly. Hmm. Coming up, is there something you just have to have in order to get a good night's sleep? Is there something you just have to have in order to get a good night's sleep? A certain blanket or eye mask. Maybe the room has to be completely dark. Well, in a new sleep poll, 42% of Americans that said they sleep on their side. And the average person needs to sleep with three pillows. What? Wow. 64% of people consider huh. themselves restless sleepers. Only one in 10 wake up feeling refreshed every morning. I sleep with two Every night
1: yeah that's yeah. what I three would be too much I one think. for
0: my head and one to hug yeah. and put between my knees because I it helps my back huh because I fell when I was in college.
1: Yeah, I've got two, but then I also have, usually by the end of the night, I have three dogs surrounding me.
0: Aww. Yeah,
1: so it's, it's, I don't need a pillow. <laughs> who needs a pillow when you got a greyhound? I should right? tell you
0: about that in a minute. Sleeping with dogs is in the news right now, too. Oh, yeah, yeah i right. will yeah, yeah, you we'll about, it in about sec- that in a sec. We're talking about things you just have to have to have to, in order to fall asleep. I know someone who can't fall asleep without a heavy blanket. Kev was mentioning his dogs, and there's a new study about what happens to your sleep When you have dogs on the bed. Hmm. We'll talk about that in a minute. We're talking about stuff you just have to have to have in order to get a good night's sleep. Uh, My husband and my sister love to make fun of me because like if I'm at a hotel room, I have to go around and find any little lights and cover them up with like a washcloth from the bathroom. Hmm. So much so that I set off a fire alarm (laughs) trying to cover a light one time. But um, there's also out in the news today, not only about uh, what you need for sleep, like most people sleep with three pillows, but asking the question, do you let your dog sleep in the bed with you? And Mm -hmm. um, it's so funny when we got our dog, I I said, no, we're not going to have her on the bed. And that lasted one night. (laughs) (laughs) and I love dogs on the bed. I think it's so sweet and special, but um, there's new numbers out about just how much sleep you're losing. Mm -hmm. People with a dog on the bed or a a cat on the bed say they have trouble falling asleep. They wake up in the middle of the night and they wake up tired, but it's worse with a dog than a cat. And Mm. it also depends on the breed and the age. Mm. And like Alex, the winter she sleeps right in the middle of the bed, like so curled up and, and then when we uh dog sit for our producer Griffin, we let his dog sleep on the bed too. Hmm. So, I don't mind a dog on the bed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We have five dogs and four of them insist on being in bed with us. <laughs> Three of them last through the whole I don't know night. No,
0: there's room left for you and your wife.
1: And we have greyhounds. I mean, these are big dogs. These wow. are not and um I can I can the thing, I can sleep without the dogs in the bed. I'm fine with that. Um, like when we go on trips or whatever, as a matter of fact, it's kind of nice to get a break from the dog, stay in a hotel room. <laughs> yeah. There's something else though that I, I have trouble sleeping if it's not there. I'll tell you what it is in a minute. So we're talking about getting a good night's sleep. Taylor, you said you need three pillows to get a good night's sleep.
0: The average person needs three, I need two. You need
1: two average person. Are these normal size pillows or are they like one of them like a full body pillow? I have like
0: a, I have a neck pillow, like it cradles my neck so my neck doesn't hurt. Hmm. And then I have like more of a, I guess it's called a king size pillow. Okay. So it's pretty big. And I'll either, I'll hug that and I also kind of put it between my knees because I I fell on some ice in at Wheaton College and my back hasn't been the ever same. Ever since then? Since. Huh? Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, for me, it's not the dogs. I can sleep okay without the dogs. I can even sleep okay. The only pillows that really bother me are you ever been in a hotel and the, ho- and the, the pillow feels more like a balloon? Yes, <laughs> than they're a way
0: too tall. Yes, what I, is up I with don't that? like the, yes. that. That will cause
1: me to have a rough night's sleep. But here's the, the one thing in this whole wide world that will cause me not to get a good night's sleep. Okay. And that's if, and it rarely happens if Tracy and I are apart, I like her to be there. Even if we're not like you know, like snuggling or canoodling or whatever, yeah. just just having her there. And the other, uh, a couple weekends ago, she went to visit our daughter who lives in another city now, and she was only away one night. But I had a rotten night's sleep.
0: Aww. yeah, that happens to so many of us married people, doesn't it?
1: Because I'll leave it like every night when we go to bed. I usually will reach over and I'll just wedge my hand underneath of her, and Aww. that's that's kind of how I fall fall asleep every mm-hmm. night. So yeah, having her not being there, that that will cause me to just toss and turn, not fall into the deep sleep, whatever. So maybe I'm Linus and she's my blanket. (laughs) Yeah. I think every
0: married person in the car listening right now is going, amen. The same thing happens to me
1: last night. uh, I made a mistake it's a rookie husband mistake. And you would think after 35 years of marriage, I would not do this anymore. But my wife was, she was having a tough time with some, something triggered her emotionally. She was having a tough time. And, Try to be, you know, understanding and kind and compassion, everything. But as husbands will often do, I tried to do what I call reframe the situation. In other words, here's a different camera angle on which to view this thing that you're experiencing. Mm, mm. And and I said, she, it made her more upset. And I said, honey, I am sorry. I was just trying to reframe it. And she looked at me and very coldly and calmly said. You need to refrain from the reframe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you bust up laughing, or was it not a moment oh, to no. laugh?
1: Oh, no, <laughs> no, we did later, but not then. So. It's funny
0: because I bet you if you looked at it objectively, you don't like when she does that to you either.
1: Yeah, nobody does, right? Yeah, yeah so it's the equivalent of saying, Hey, come on, smile. Or it's not that big a deal. so We you know. have so
0: much to be grateful for.
1: Right, exactly. So, yeah, so yeah I need to, I'm going to remember that, though. Refrain, refrain from, the from the reframe. Refrain. Got
0: it. Do you have any single people in your life hoping and praying to meet the one? Coming up, maybe they need to do what this girl did, hand out dating resumes. Hey, do you have any single people in your life hoping and praying to meet the one man? I sure do. Several of my nieces and nephews are at that stage. Uh, Maybe they need to hand out dating resumes. There's this young woman named Emily from San Diego. Uh, I love her handle on TikTok. It's Crazy Aunt Emily. Uh, she's been handing out dating resumes to men she runs into at Costco, Home Depot, or no the kidding. Apple Store. Wow. Um, similar to online dating profiles, the physical cards include her name or photo or contact info and some fun things about her hobbies and quirky things about her. It's all handwritten. So far, she hasn't found the man of her dreams, but it's definitely <laughs> taught her to overcome her fears.
1: Um, does she... Does she list any references?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like prior dates? She, uh, these exes,
0: <laughs> these exes are the ones that said it's me, not you, Emily.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's a legit question, right? That's I mean, true. If you're gonna do the resume thing.
0: <laughs> oh this reminds me in just a minute i gotta tell you about an idea i came up with i think th- this for might like sweep the nation if yes people, okay. i was telling one of my nieces this idea and she loved it
1: if if you're tired of swiping right, right and swiping left this is your solution <laughs> this is, this yes is the solution all right
0: i was talking to a niece the other day who had her heart broken and i said i think this is what we need to do moving forward with people who are single i'll mm. tell you about it next So I don't know about you, but I just, my heart really goes out to people that want to meet the one Mm -hmm. these days. I have several nieces and nephews that have been hoping and praying and wishing for that right guy or gal to come around. They just want to settle down and get married and have kids and it just isn't happening. And I was talking to a niece the other day and honestly, I was kind of trying to make her laugh because she had just, she had had her heart broken and I came up with this idea and I went, wait a minute, there's something to this. Like we need to start this and here's what it is. Um, You know how you can just go to any restaurant or any company and just click on a map and you immediately see their rating, their Google reviews. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that restaurant's a 4.9 or Mm -hmm. let's click Mm -hmm. on, let's see what people think of it. I think you should be able to leave a review after you date somebody (laughs) and think about the heartache. It will save people. Like you could, you could say, hey, warning, this guy starts out really charming and kind. He'll bring flowers to your mom. But then and then he will dump open. you and leave you for another chick he meets on Facebook oh, or, wow. or on Instagram, whatever it is. Like, you can just leave these warnings.
1: You went, like, um, extreme. I said, choose with his mouth open. You went, dumped you, and <laughs> breaks your heart.
0: Well, there's... <laughs> hey, just listen to a Taylor Swift song. There's a lot of guys out there <laughs> that'll do that. Or you can leave it for girls. You could say, hey, this girl is like a four-stage clinger. She,
1: well, she'll want to marry clinger. you after the first
0: date and, <laughs> but, like... You know, wouldn't it speak poorly? You stuff.
1: Wouldn't it speak poorly of you if your number of reviews started getting pretty high? Like if you had twenty reviews, mm-hmm. wouldn't that imply like you're going on a lot of dates?
0: This is what I'm <laughs> and saying. And that wouldn't it'll, be a good thing. Well, it, it could be more than it, it. Maybe it's when the dating relationship ends. That's when you leave the review. And couldn't this not be after a, every date? Couldn't
1: this be viewed as a form of online bullying?
0: <laughs> no, because you would just. <laughs> You could think of nice ways to say it. Like, this guy comes across as very charming, but he really thinks very highly of himself. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Wink, wink.
1: He's quite the charmer and loves to talk about working out seven hours a day.
0: (laughs) I think I'm on to something. And he
1: really loves his mom. (laughs)
0: So I I think there might be something we're going to start seeing in dating relationships soon. Um, And I I could be wrong, but I've kind of observed this and it's a result of, you know how it was all the rage to be a helicopter parent for so many years, like you hover over your children and make sure they turn in their homework. Sometimes you do the homework for them. You're just like so involved, not did you get your homework done? It's let's do your homework together. Um, I think we're going to see more and more parents getting super involved in dating relationships. And if that guy or girl isn't good enough for their son or daughter, they tell the uh, they tell the kid that they they're like, <laughs> you're not good enough for my daughter. OK,
1: uh, if, this is if never going to happen. Parent, I've seen it happen. If That's If any why. parent has that notion, uh, I'm going to tell you, refrain from doing that right now. You gotta, I've seen it happen. And, I'm not saying you haven't. Yeah. What I'm saying is. The voice of the the, I've been down this road and you never know that might be the one for your kid. And if you've said something poorly about them, it will come back to haunt you. That's what I'm saying. It will do not resist the urge. Let their kids live their life. Be honest with them and say, like, well, here are some things I'm seeing that might. Might be an issue. You might want to think about this. But if that's the one and they're not going to like, you know, there's nothing you can say or do to turn from them. All you're doing is like creating animosity by sharing what you think and feel about that person. I'm just saying i have l- learned that lesson the hard way. You just be like, really like, oh, that's interesting. Have you ever thought of this? And then they'll be like, dad. And, you know, OK, that's enough. We have found the line.